0: What is up, everybody? It's your boy Ray. Welcome to another fantastic episode of This Weekend Reselling. And guys, today's guest is none other than Mess Hall Diggs. Now, Jason is retired military. He was in the Army for 23 years and now is a part time reseller. And his full time job is actually teaching culinary arts at Austin P. University. Incredible. That's. I think that's incredible. It's awesome. But he's a reseller part-time. Uh, he uh, sells stuff on eBay, Macari, dabbles a little on Amazon, so we get to talk to him here first. Make sure you follow him on all his socials. It's linked down in the description below. And uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, guys, and leave a five-star review if you could. That's going to bring us up in the podcast algorithm. And follow us on Instagram at Nashville Flippers and follow us on TikTok at the Nashville Flippers. And without further ado, guys, here is the episode. Peace and God bless. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. I'm your co host, Ray.
1: You're the host, not the co host. I'm
0: the co host, Dustin. You're the other co host. You're the That's other co-host. Person. He's so, the main man. Yeah, yeah, Well, Dustin's my co-host for sure. So I'm here with my brother-in-law Dustin. What's up? And we have our special guest today. We have Mess Hall Diggs.
2: So Mess Hall Diggs in the house. Mess I don't Hall know about Diggs. special. I don't know about special guests. You're very Hey, like you're special, brother. Just a you're guest special. Thing.
0: Now, um, now, uh, guys, <laughs> oh, thank shit. you so much for uh jumping on uh mess hall I really appreciate you jumping on on a Sunday night I know there's football on we do have a poll going on saying uh will the Titans win tomorrow so far it's 67 percent yes 33 percent no so we'll see what the night will bring um really exciting news uh mess hall we just got monetized like two days ago oh man Let's that's go. good yeah. man yeah, man. It's pretty big, so we got that taken care of, and um, I guess people can super chat us if they want. I'm not sure how all that works, but uh, if you guys want to be the first ones to super chat us, you know, I don't have any kind of fancy buffaloes like uh, like Secret like cat. buffalo pickers have or anything like that, but maybe down the road, but... Um, but guys I'm really excited about today's episode uh, I got to meet Mess um, hall Diggs on uh Buffalo Pickers uh channel he's like a, would you say like a reincurring guest on that show like
2: another co-host uh yeah I'm, I'm like the co-host now uh, officially a co-host with Glass city and Buffalo um you know just I'm just like the uh, the third wheel on the date you know what I'm saying you're out mm-hmm. with your girl at the movies and I'm just I'm sitting there with you. You know, and, and trying to get a little bit of popcorn and, and stuff from you guys. You know, I'm like the third wheel, I guess. No, it's yeah. cool, man. Um, I have fun me. on he the show, regular, so it's a, a good Friday show. Friday night, so I, I, I've committed to it. Except for this last Friday, I was on, I took a little mini vacation in North Carolina. But uh, yeah, man, it's cool. I, I've known Tommy for a while. You know, we're both prior military, so we kind of have that brotherhood connection. Uh, he lives real close to my daughter who's in the military station in Fort Benning. So, uh, I've had a chance to stop by and hang out in his warehouse and and watch his whole operation go down. And it's, it really makes you feel like you're kind of lazy when you hang out with him, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and you see his operation and you're like, wow, okay. I gotta get my, I gotta get my things together here. But
0: It, it just depends on what, you know, where your goals and stuff are like Dustin and I, you know, people always ask us, "It's like, what's the next move? Are you guys gonna buy the, all these pallets and get a warehouse and stuff like that?" It's like right now, I think we're pretty comfortable where we're at. Wouldn't you say, Dustin?
2: Oh yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, so you know, I don't know. It would you be guys,
2: you guys are like full time, just just partners, right? You guys? Are well, all we're part time. Or... We're um, part time, mm-hmm. just
0: like you. Part time.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you. we
0: both have a uh, pretty good, pretty good jobs that we enjoy, and. Um, we like doing it just part time. We don't want to have it depend depend on that full income to just support our families. You know what I mean? So at least not right now, you know, but if it had to come down to it, I think we can make it work. Right. But um, right. Mess Hall, real quick, uh, for the people that may not know you and guys, if you want to follow Mess Hall on Instagram, follow his <laughs> YouTube, YouTube channel, Mess Hall Digs. It's all down in the description below. But for the people who might not know you, dude, give us a little background of yourself. Give us, like, the origin story, how you became the Mess Hall Digs, and just, you know, tell us all the good stuff, brother.
2: Okay, so uh, not to bore everybody to death, but uh, my origin story, I grew up in the Bay Area in California. Uh, I was born in San Leandro. I lived in Oakland, Hayward, El Cerrito. Um, I was raised in the Berkeley flea markets, a huge Cal Berkeley fan, a big college football town, Um, and joined the military. I I went to college for a year. Uh, I tried playing baseball at the junior college level and uh, fell in love with partying more than going to practice in class, but (laughs) I figured I needed to join the military to kind of straighten things out, so uh, joined the military, ended up doing 23 years in the Army. Uh, wow as a, as a food service specialist, so I was a cook. And uh that's where I got the name mess hall from. Um kind of the the army term for where all the soldiers gathered to eat was the mess hall. It's called the dining facility. Now they kind of upgraded from mess hall to dining facility. Ah. Mess hall's old school, I'm old school, so that's uh the screen name I chose when I got into reselling. I start. I got an eBay probably. 2013 ish when uh my wife got tired of moving my baseball cards around the the garage you know so i tried to sell off as many of those as i could on ebay um at least the good ones you know the, the mm-hmm. problem with me is i collected people no one cared about like you know will clark and christian okoye was my favorite running back and he's not worth a whole lot of money you know <laughs> back in 2013 and from there, um, as I was getting close to retirement, um, I've always been a thrifter. You know, we grew up kind of poor and didn't have a lot. So we always went to thrift stores and flea markets and yard sales. And that's where I got, you know, most most of my stuff for school when I was growing up. But uh, what really got me back into reselling heavy was when, when my son started kind of upgrading video game systems. You know, he started off on an Xbox 360, then he went to a PS2, then a PS4. So I was looking to get rid of the ones he wasn't playing anymore. And, you know, GameStop doesn't really give you anything for games. So I said, I wonder if these will sell on any platforms like eBay. And then I had heard about Macari from somewhere. I think I saw... Uh, a commercial or something. I don't know what it was. But Mercari was was a name getting thrown around. So I checked out Mercari. Ended up selling a bunch of my son's old video games. For pretty good money. And then. Uh, just kind of went from there. Then I started going to Goodwill looking for video games. And video game systems. And then. Uh, I, I was going to Play-Doh's Closet with my kids. And noticed that they were selling shoes at Play-Doh's Closet. And I was like. There's a market for old been worn shoes out there in the world because Play's closets selling used shoes for 50 60 dollars so i was like mm-hmm. well, let me check let me look into this because i know shoes shoes is my life i'm a sneakerhead always have been. and then it just kind of blossomed from there from video games to shoes then we got into clothing and then i started watching youtube videos and that's it kind of took off from there man um then I retired from the military, got a job teaching culinary arts. So I teach at Austin P. You guys heard Austin P, right? State University? Yes, sir. Um, so I graduated from that university. So I'm an alumni. And uh, they invited me to teach in a culinary program as one of the chefs up there. So I do that. It's my full time job. And uh, I mean, I don't really, I could probably be full time if I want to be, but I love, like you guys, I, I love my job, man. I just love teaching. I love. You know, I got kids now that have never boiled water in their life, and now they're standing in front of me just wanting to learn how to cook. So, um, there's no greater reward than teaching, right? That's why we do YouTube, that's why mm-hmm. we do social media to try to reach out and try to teach and share knowledge. And that's why I love this community, man. It's a great, great community.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, congrats, dude. I, I bet that is super fulfilling. For you to, just just like you said, have a kid come in not knowing how to boil water or make scrambled eggs to making, I don't know. What what are some of the things that you guys make in
2: class? Well, so we just had our final last week, which is why I took my mini vacation because the final was done. And you got to think, we had this kid that had never done anything but like microwave top ramen before. That's like the highest height of their cooking experience. And And they ended up making a uh, like a a fried chicken cutlet with with homemade French fries. And they made a dipping sauce for their French fries and they cooked perfect broccoli. And then they made a chocolate mousse as their dessert. And I mean, that's a long way to go. And it's only eight weeks. Our classes only last eight weeks. So it's kind of, you know, I have eight weeks to get you from there to there. And that's crazy. And it's only they only see me once a week. For that class that I taught ah. for the, culinary, the introduction was was once a week for eight weeks and I gotta teach you go from cup of noodles to making fried chicken you know that's a long growth and then plus they made a dessert using gelatin and and shaved chocolate and doing all this crazy stuff so it was uh it was really cool man just to see the growth
0: that's awesome well if you ever need any kind of judges for your next um uh... For your next finals, Dustin and I will gladly uh drive up there and uh
2: absolutely that might hey why why don't I have to don't be messing around because I'm not next, hey I'm not man let's go the next class the next class I have it starts uh on the twenty sixth. It's my advanced culinary class. So we're gonna actually do some uh like tasting menu type stuff, and we're gonna uh-huh. need people to come in and actually grade them on how they did. So
0: I might hold you to that now. Hey, hold me to that. Doesn't that will for <laughs> sure go me, up there?
1: Tie me down to it. I don't care. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> that's yeah for sure, man. But uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. So I know some of the overrated under question, overrated under, overrated underrated questions that we have. As you saw them, they're kind of there. I knew that you were a chef, so. kind of food related too so i wanted your opinions on 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 some of the stuff there so definitely yeah man so let's say hi to some people in the chat because we have some some of the friends of the channel for sure we have mile high hustlers they said what's up guys they're on uh buffalo pickers channel last this friday i believe and they just hit 500 subscribers let's go so guys go help them out let them help them reach the 1,000 subscribers 500 is a big that's a big milestone. Mm-hmm. That's almost like you're getting there. It awesome, so, man, man. It really for is. sure. And uh we have our friend uh Jennifer Hayes, the OG, the uh, MVP of every reselling YouTube out there. She is amazing. But uh yeah, so um let's get into the
2: overrated underrated questions. Well, hey, she wants to know my Ohio hustlers want to know what my best flip was. There we go.
0: Let's do it. That actually but is one of the know. questions later on in the interview, but we'll go ahead and uh, go Oh, ahead. I don't know.
2: Cause, uh, it, for me, it's, I've, I've made a lot of money on a lot of different things, but my, my favorite flip was when, uh, I was at an antique store and I found, I think the last time I was on, uh, defend the hustle Friday night, I showed off those Converse slides that I had found. But the first time I found them, I found them at an antique store for $4, like the Chuck Taylor Converse slides. So they're like super rare, hard to find. They don't make them anymore. And I I flipped those for like $97, I think is what I sold them for. And that was like the most eye-opening flip ever for me because I spent $4 and flipped it for 97 You know, that was the first huge flip on my reselling career, because usually it was just, you know, buy a pair of shoes for six bucks, sell them for twenty five, buy a pair of shoes for eight bucks, sell them for thirty, you know, buy a four dollar T-shirt, sell it for twenty. It was just always that bread and butter type thing. And then I hit this huge, you know, eighty dollar profit margin. And I was like, holy crap, like that's what kind of made me work harder, I guess. And like, okay, I got to find more things like this. Um, So that's definitely my favorite, most memorable one, because that made me kind of dig in and and look harder. And my motto now is you got to stop saying yes to good. You know, stop saying yes to good. I only say yes to great now, Mm -hmm. you know, because to me, my time is way more valuable than it used to be. So a lot of times I go on thrift store now, I'll be in there for two or three hours and I'll buy maybe four things. You know, because I only grab what's the great, huge, awesome finds that I find. And that kind of helps me keep my death power from growing so out of control like it used to be. I mean, my death power used to be. I was borderline hoarder for a while. I was just buying everything. Everything and anything. If I can make $2 on it, I was buying it. You know, I used to, when I, you know, then you got to kind of get smart and, and, and make your time more valuable than it is you know? for
0: sure. I know that uh, a lot of people, you know, they say they have like over 10,000 items in their eBay store, which I think it's to me, I don't know. That sounds stressful. And to me, I'm thinking I'd lose. Everything. they're not, they're not <laughs> buying good enough stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have that much stuff in inventory. I want to get it in and get it out, you know, like at the most a thousand items, you know? Yeah.
2: My favorite. So my favorite moment, it happened, Earlier this year in like February, I think. So I only had like 530 items in my store and I hit the 20 K 90 day mark. Like that's kind of the goal for a lot of resellers, 20 K 90 days. That was like one of my proudest achievements because to hit 20 K 90 days, with only 500 items. That means everything that I'm picking is selling and it's selling for good profit margins. You yeah. Know what I mean, so mm-hmm. that's kind of, I'm at, the, I want to get to a thousand. I think a thousand is my limit for space and like without having to go get a storage facility and all that. Uh-huh. Cause my wife, my wife resells too. So you can imagine two resellers living in one house, you know, yeah. with bins and storage and trying to keep up with her stuff and my stuff.
0: Yeah. That's crazy.
2: So I think a thousand was like my number. I don't think I want to go any more than that, but I want it to eventually be like a thousand Items that I'm proud to have in my store, you know, like everybody needs bread and butter stuff, but at least it's cool bread and butter stuff. You know, it's right. You know, I'll make $10, but it's going to be on like a Star Wars figure or something that's really cool. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of how I've been looking at just adjusting the business to where all all my items are like, yes, someone's really going to want this. You know what I mean? Instead of "Ah, this might make me some money. Let's see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I never want to. Yeah, Dustin, and I know we always talk. We don't like buying things that we don't excite us to list, you know, because last th- I don't want to list five women's blouses when I could list, <laughs> you know, like right. five Funko Pops or exactly Jordan's or something like that. Yeah. You
2: know, I'm the same way, man. You got to have it because I was just going through, like, I still have kind of a decent death pile and I was kind of cleaning up my office today and I was going through some of these shirts that I had bought probably two months ago and I was just like, it was like, I found them all over again. I was like, Oh man, I can't wait to post this one. Oh, this is awesome. You know, that's, that's the kind of stuff I want to have. Even when I dig Uh, through it, mm -hmm. instead of saying, Oh man, why the hell did I buy this? It's like, Oh man, I forgot about this. I got to put this up right now. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. You know, you got to have fun with it or else it just becomes like another job that we don't want to have, you know, For sure. For sure.
0: For sure. Uh, let's see here. Mile, Mile High just said something on here. Let's see what she says. It says uh, Nashville Pickers. I have a question for y'all. Have y'all ever went to check out antique archaeology there in Nashville? We went there when we drove through. Uh, and call- no, we've never been there. Mm-mm. You know what that store is, uh, Mess Hall, the, uh, American-, the one
2: American Pickers. Yeah, we've had?
0: never been there. We have never been there. We know where it is. We just never been there. Some just of it- that's
2: right behind. You know, you know, Yellow Wolf is the rapper. You ever heard of Yellow Wolf? Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah his store, his store is in front of it. If you go okay. out that way, he has I saw Yellow
0: Wolf at Walmart. I meant to tell you this, Dustin, the other day, and he was buying a Nintendo Switch games.
2: No, okay. was he?
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. <laughs> so, did, you did you get a picture with no, him? No, but he, I,
0: I was like, "Who's this man? In this bright yellow, red leather jacket and these red, weird." Like women's boots. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's that, yellow wolf. I was like, that I know like is. him. That sounds yeah. like
2: him. Yeah. I only yeah.
0: like I think what was it um gosh,
2: trunk music? Is that one of it? Yeah, trunk remember. trunk music. That was his first. He's got like three of them out now. Yeah, yeah that's the one that music. I like.
0: The yeah. the trunk music one, the one with uh daddy's Lambo on it. I like that. Yeah, song. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, the drama beats. Yeah.
0: Exactly. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. uh Mess Hall, do you ever find any Funko pops
2: at the thrift store. I do man. I hit I hit a score, man. Probably it was a few months ago. I hit a huge Funko Pop score at the Goodwill in Clarksville. Oh um, I don't know what happened. Maybe you know, angry divorced wife dropped them off, or I, I don't know what it was, but but every single one that I think there was four of them that I grabbed, a couple of them I didn't grab, but all the four that I did pick up were very valuable, and they're all like 4 dollars when I picked them up. But he had like a couple of the Supernatural ones that were uh-huh. for like $60, $70. Uh, the original Neo Matrix one, uh, I think I sold that for 60 bucks. Dang. Um, but yeah, it was three Supernatural ones and the Neo Matrix one. And the other two, the boxes were really beat up, and you know how it is with Funko's. Yeah, that's right. is beat up. I mean, you pretty much got to sell it without a box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's but, tough. Um, yes, I find them. I found a because I'm a huge horror movie guy. Chucky's my favorite. I, I found well, a Child's Play 2, Chucky e, Funko, but I kept that one for my collection. Um, And I always go, I went to Hot Topic because I had a bunch of like Hot Topic, you know, like they have Cold Cash or whatever. Yeah, I had like I had Hot, Hot Topic cash, so it was pretty much get half off your order of sixty dollars or more. So I got sixty dollars worth of Funkos for thirty bucks when I went to Hot Topic. Um,
0: that's a good place to find them. Yeah, but the reason they
2: have, you know the Hot Topic exclusives and and that kind of stuff. I bought a couple of those. Uh, I got the Harry and Lloyd Dumb and Dumber, the mutt truck thing. Oh, that's a good one. I got that. Um, every time I'm in Walmart, I always go by and, and see what Walmart's got going on. But um, nothing crazy. I know you have that. Um, you have that hookup, right? With the pop. Yes, sir. Toy.
0: That's what I was. I was fixing to ask you. So we just wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor of the show, uh, Popping Off Toys. They're actually located here in Nashville. Uh, mess hall so um if you ever want any funko pops you know if you have some collectors out there that are you know looking for some funko pops you know they got some nashville predators ones they got the new collegiate mascot funko's they got the funko sodas you know the new jingle all the way turbo man ones so if you go to popping off toys.com and use the code nashville flippers you'll get to get 10 you'll get 10 percent off which is awesome and this store, I know that you were mentioning it, uh, mentioning this, uh, mess hall about the boxes. They're, they're guaranteed to come ship mint to your door when you receive any Funko from poppingofftoys.com off com. So, um, you know, I got to meet the guy, the owner Wes. We actually had him on the podcast not too long ago, super passionate about what he does. And, uh, it's a good, it's a good little, it's a good little sponsorship that we have. So we always like to show them love. But um, did you
2: get um? Uh, did you get any Turbo Man? yet? The I got
0: dude. the. I didn't get any Turbo Man Funko Pops, but I did get the uh, the figure. He's back there somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I, I ordered. I ordered the, the Amazon version? exclusive. The Amazon exclusive ones were on pre-order. Uh huh. So I got a couple of those, the Amazon exclusive ones. I haven't got them in yet.
1: Okay, no worries, I hate, I hate man.
2: pre-orders, man, because pre-orders, one, you forget you freaking ordered the shit. And then, two, you know, you, you got to try to dig back through your email to try to remember when they're going to ship it out, you know? Because I remember I had bought a uh, – you heard of uh Foco? was it Foco? They do the bobbleheads, the sports bobbleheads. Is it Foco, I think? Funko. It's no, the – no, the bobbleheads, the sports bobbleheads.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is.
2: I think it's mm-hmm. FOCO, like Foco. Okay. okay. But they do a lot of pre-orders on their stuff, but it's 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 very valuable. Like I think they're 50 bucks when you pre-order them, but they sell out. The pre-orders sell out, and then you could probably sell them. Like I have a Jason Williams one that's going for like 130 right now, and I, I pay Ooh. 50 bucks for it. Hmm. But when I bought it, I bought it and didn't realize it said we'll ship October first. Well, I bought it in like March. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whoa, Dang,
0: that's crazy.
2: So it's like all of a sudden I'm checking, you know, my front porch and there's a box. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? And like I open oh, it up yeah. and I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember I freaking pre-ordered this like, like four months ago. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: Yeah, that, those some of those pre-orders are crazy at the time, especially now with the you know what the you know with everything going on and the shipping containers right. and stuff coming oh, from yeah, China. Man. Yeah, it's it. a big mess. But uh nice. let's get into overrated, underrated, mess hall. Let's do it. Uh, we got 10 things. You let us know in your opinion if they're overrated or underrated, and uh, we'll go ahead and start. Dustin, I'll take the odds if you take the evens and no, uh, first one uh mess hall overrated, underrated in your opinion. Retail arbitrage.
2: Uh, I think it's underrated, actually. Okay. Um, I know a lot, a lot of. I have a lot of resellers around Clarksville. I bump into them all the time. We always talk, and they're all just like strictly yard sale thrift store people. That's it. They they don't. They're not interested in venturing out in anything else. It's if I can't find it at a yard sale or thrift store, uh, then I I ain't selling anything. And I've talked to them about retail arbitrage and they have zero interest in doing it at all whatsoever. So I mean, that's that's just another thing that you have to take advantage of if you want to be, you know, good at this business, in my opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the best thing you found uh retail arbitrage?
2: It was uh it was an airsoft BB gun at at, at Walmart on clearance. Uh I want to say I paid $25 for it. It was originally a hundred and I sold it for like one fifty.
0: Nice. I on know. eBay because you don't, you do a little bit on Amazon too, or just eBay. Yeah, cheaper? I,
2: whatever, whatever I'm not gated on, but, um, I, I'll sell, I'm still gated in a bunch of stuff cause I don't really mess with Amazon too much. Mm-hmm. Um, eBay is my number one. I'd say like 80% is eBay. Um, and then besides eBay, I sell a lot of stuff on Facebook marketplace. Uh Macari still kinda got like a a small one bedroom apartment in my heart, you know, even though they've kind of they've kind of gone down a little bit in my opinion. I hate um, Macari. Just, just I hate everything of, about it. Tired of dealing with the, the lowball offers and all that crap. I I mean like I got I put a thing on my Instagram, someone sent me a, a four dollar offer, four dollars free shipping on something. I'm it's gonna <laughs> cost more than four dollars to ship it, dude. Like, come on, man. You know. That's but, crazy. Um, that's that's Makari and Poshmark. I i do I have a lot of success with shoes on Poshmark. I think that's uh I do have some items on Poshmark, but there's some stuff that I thrifted probably two and a half years ago that I still did. Like I have nautica stuff on Poshmark and like nautica Oh wow. Coming is, nautica that is, coming, coming, is Nautica
0: coming back?
2: No man, I thought it was. Um, nautica was cool when I was in high school. That's why I thought oh, for
0: sure. Yeah,
2: the resale value isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Um, so I have to really go through and just revamp my whole Poshmark store. But shoes, I've had huge success with shoes on Poshmark because you can't beat that shipping price that customers pay for shoes on Poshmark, you know, they still have that standard rate, but um Mm. But yeah, eBay eBay is my number one, and it's because, uh, that's what kind of took off for me. eBay like skyrocketed my side Mm -hmm. hustle, and so when you have something do that, you kind of tend to like zone in on that one thing. And I started spreading myself a little too thin, I think, because I was on Depop, I was on, I was like on eight different things, and then that's
0: too much, man
2: that's before like cross listing and all this other stuff was coming out that I didn't know about. So I was selling things on one, forgetting to take it off the other. And then then we had a yard sale and like my kids and my wife were selling stuff that I had for sale on eBay. (laughs) I was like, all right, we got to, you know, I've revamped my business probably like six, seven times the last two years, just trying to get better at one thing. You know what I mean? And then I was trying to do YouTube and trying to do Instagram and then trying to do TikTok. And I'm just like, all right, this is the getting out of it's control. It's a
0: lot, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Let's try it to zone in on
2: one thing and get good at it first, you know.
0: For sure. I know that you mentioned Nanika coming back or not coming back. I, and, uh, you know, like the Russell brand or the champion brand just kind of had a, like a huge reassert. Re, you know, it came back because it used to be at Walmart. Guess what I saw at Walmart the other day? What? Fubu, they are selling Fubu. Fubu at Walmart now. You're lying. Really? I swear. It just came back. At Walmart. Came back. You can buy it at
2: Walmart. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. And I just saw. I saw. Freaking. We have a Burlington at the Clarksville Mall now. If you guys like Burlington, but um, Burlington had they brought Ed Hardy shoes back? Remember Ed Hardy? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Ed Hardy shoes at Burlington now. I was like, hmm. what the hell? That's did crazy. This yeah,
0: we, we got the knucklehead hustler is in the building. Good to see you. He, I think he has a question. He says thrift a life has an awesome free guide for men's clothing. It covers all through right for the brands and which categories are higher in the band. Oh, that's nice. I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, She said what you lol haven't seen that yet. Yeah, be on the lookout for FUBU at Walmart. It's crazy. Well, I know vintage
2: vintage fubu sells good for me, man. Oh, for sure. Vintage, mm-hmm. vintage Fubu stuff.
0: Yeah, all like the fat Albert stuff and uh yeah. all that stuff.
2: Uh Dustin, you want to take number two?
1: Let's go. Overrated, underrated air fryers.
2: Underrated, man. I use mm-hmm. I use my air fryer all the time, man. It's great for like uh all the little side items or like appetizers or I like it because you can set it and forget it. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm. If you put something in the oven, you can forget about it. Because I never set timers or anything. I just throw stuff in the oven yep. and walk away all the time. But an air fryer, you know, set it for 10 minutes. It shuts off after 10 minutes or whatever. So yeah, Air fryer wings, air
1: fryer steak, stuff's good. Everything. You're going to have to show us
2: some
0: air fryer recipe. Because I feel like I still don't know how to use mine too well.
1: Just toss a steak in there and just put it
2: on good chicken wings chicken i gotta wing.
0: figure it out i gotta figure out this yeah my favorite
2: thing. my favorite things is like uh you know mozzarella sticks or mm-hmm. french fries or chicken fingers or you know yeah. chicken wings like you said like all that kind of smallish mm-hmm. type stuff perfect for the air fryer
0: mm, okay and guys if let us know what you guys think about these overrated underrated i'm curious to see what you guys think about you know w- your thoughts on these. So uh, let's move on to number three: overrated, underrated, mess hall. Facebook
2: Marketplace. Um, I I like it, man. I don't know if it's overrated though. Facebook Marketplace is kind of getting silly to me a little bit because uh, a lot of times when I'm searching for things locally, I still get a lot of those those ads and advertisements and and things that. Will ship to you, like I'm not looking for dudes that'll ship things to me from Ohio. I want mm-hmm. I want something that's local yeah. here in Clarksville. That's what I'm looking for. And I see a lot of people selling um fake stuff too, man. There's a lot of fake Jordans and, and fake Yeezys and things like that. I'm mm-hmm. seeing a lot of popping up now, too. So you have to be careful, you know, depending on what you're looking for. I'm always on you know, I like selling things on Facebook marketplace for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's underrated as a platform to sell things on. Um, but looking for deals on trying to, you know, do some Facebook marketplace arbitrage or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. To find people find people slipping. Cause I have found a lot of good deals. I found a lady that was selling like her whole, you guys have heard of Ray Dunn. The Ray Dunn? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 So she was selling her like whole Ray Dunn mug collection. Wow. And, and I talked her down to, like, $2 a mug. Um, And so I bought all the ones she had. I, I spent, like, I don't know, 60 bucks or whatever. Bought all of them. Sold a bunch. My wife kept a bunch because, like, my whole kitchen cabinet's full of Ray Dunn mugs. So nice. You can find great deals, man, but you just got to be careful because I was on there the other day. I saw a guy selling brand-new Yeezys for, like... 90 bucks or something i was like come on get out of here i guess i mean
0: you know there is a market for you know you're you're a sneakerhead you know this like reps and fakes like people rather buy that than the than the real one sometimes just because it's a little cheaper and they can actually get it but i guess if they can they let the buyer know that they're not legit then it's okay but i guess if you're kind of making the ex ex, some exempt you know, kind of lying to the buyer saying that they're real and they're really fake, then that's a different story, you know.
2: Right. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I agree, man, but you know, nowhere nowhere in the listing does it say counterfeit or inspired replica, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any yeah. of those kind of keywords. you know what I mean? It just said, easy seven hundreds, ninety bucks, new <laughs> Like you know, they got they gotta make you contact and be like, hey man, are these authentic or they fake? And then I guess they'll tell you then. But yeah, you know, being I a sneakerhead, that. that's like it goes against all the laws. You can't. Oh, you for can't sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we have a mile high hustler said that the, uh they recently made some vegan chicken with cauliflower and breaded it. It was good on the air fryer. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Knucklehead Hustler said, my local Facebook marketplace looks like a place for suckers or people trying to get free stuff. I don't have much luck making money on it. Oh, okay. It's hit or miss. I know sometimes, and it's weird because, you know, whatever you search, the algorithm knows that's what you like. So you can't really like, if you're trying to look for something else, it's kind of hard to like look for something else sometimes, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, because it keeps showing you the things that you kind of are interested in, you know. But um all right, let's move on to the next one. Uh overrated, underrated, uh mess hall number 4, Dustin.
2: Yep.
1: Gym memberships.
2: Oh, overrated, dude. Overrated hey, he
0: said, okay.
2: I mean, come on, man, coming from the military, we we weren't even allowed to go to the gym, man. It was mm-hmm. it was against the law unless we were in our off time. Yeah, get put your damn running shoes on and hit the streets, man. And streets, hit the do pavement. Pull up on some tree limbs, do some dips on you know, on the corner. We used to run, you could run to a corner, do push ups and sit ups, get up, run to the next corner, do push ups and sit ups. You, you don't need to go to a gym, man. It'd be all right.
1: There you go, guys. And I got
2: like you prison, heard. I got prison weights in my garage, they're all rusty and shit, and I still get it in. So they,
1: they got some weights now. You can put concrete in them. Yeah. You that can do all kinds and you fill it up with concrete.
2: Oh, I and think it's, I set.
1: it's pretty cool, huh? It's like I want to get them, try them out.
2: Yeah, okay. build a home gym or just go outside. Be mm-hmm. All right,
0: I need to build a home gym. That's my next project. Yeah,
1: next house we get if we got room. Plan on having room. I'm definitely having a gym,
0: a home gym. Yeah, mm-hmm. save a lot of money. Okay, yep. sure. Oh overrated underrated mess hall number five off price stores aka ross marshall's tj Maxx, burlington's what else is there dustin Scratch and dent stores
1: you said tj max bargain they-
0: hunt you guys have one of those up there in clarksville
1: yeah we have a bargain hunt yep would Kohl's be considered that
0: no i don't think so what do you think
1: there's a lot of their stuff's on clearance like are like marked down a lot I think they do that on
2: purpose. I don't think Coles is. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them, man. I made a lot of money off. Uh, I think Ross is my favorite. Yeah. Um, TJ Maxx is probably my second favorite. Um, Marshalls used to be really good, man, because you know what? Marshalls, the box comes with the shoes. You buy a pair of shoes, it comes with the box. Yeah, so that, helps, that helps sell them. Mm-hmm. The Marshalls in Nashville was really good, man. The one. Uh, I don't know, it's the one that's got Burlington, it's got Marshalls, it's got Home Goods, it's yeah, got all that. That's the one we went
0: to one uh yep. by the Hundred Oaks. Mm-hmm. Hundred Oaks, yeah. Mm-hmm, so we've yeah. got
2: all those in like the same strip. I used to Just kill that them area. All. Yep. That's the one that's got the hospital by it, right? Yep, yep the Vanderbilt yeah. Hospital right there. Yep. And that big movie theaters in the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Were there a couple weeks ago?
0: Yeah. It was like Where three was weeks ago.
2: Yeah. We found about about that? isn't there a guitar? There's a guitar center over there too, right? Yeah, and then an Electronic you any, Express. You find any deals in that? Like anything worth checking Didn't out. Didn't even think center? about
1: going in there, honestly.
0: I wouldn't even have. know what to look for in there, you know.
2: Yeah, because I wonder if like uh you know, like special they do like special drumsticks or picks or you know, guitar ah. strings and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Find a clearance deal in there, maybe what well, might be worth looking into. I don't know
0: that's a great point
2: huh mm. are you much of a musician mess no I, I love music obviously um but the only reason I because I find a lot of this stuff in when I'm out thrifting or antiquing I find um I can't remember the name but but some famous drummer, drummer had their own line of drumsticks come out and I found a pair of them at a thrift store but they were like Look like they dogs chewed them up or something. They weren't in any, but I mean, if they were in great condition, I probably could have made some money off of them. But uh, I find guitars a lot at antique stores, just two acoustic guitars, electric guitars. I find amps all the time. I always see amps everywhere. Uh I did make a lot of money on a case. Um, I think it was for a bass or something. It had like the nice felt inside of it and everything, a nice case.
0: Uh-huh.
2: I got I got for like twenty bucks. I sold it for ninety on marketplace. Actually, a musician in Nashville bought it from me. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I always wondered because because when I go over there, I see that, and I'm like, I wonder if it's worth even checking out. At least go in there and just scan stuff. You know, yeah. Just start scanning things. And I have a feeling, like, because I'm gated on so many things on Amazon, I might be able to find some things that Amazon would let me sell in there. You know what I mean?
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That's a good point. The
2: one thing, the one thing that just blows my mind, man, is that because I have this weird feeling in my mind that that everyone's gonna catch on to what we're doing. You know what I mean? It's like this weird premonition. Like people are gonna start catching on. Like, hey, I know you. What are you doing, man? I know you didn't pay whatever you pay. I, I just have this feeling, and it hasn't happened yet because I've sold things that I bought on Walmart.com for twenty bucks. And I've sold it for, you know, 60 bucks on eBay. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, why would this person spend $60 on eBay without researching a cheaper price somewhere else? First? It's
0: because they don't care. You know, some people have so much money. I just thought, just isn't that crazy care. to you, though? Yeah. Isn't no, I get crazy?
2: it. Like, if you would have just looked this up on Walmart, you would see you could have paid $20 for it. But you just uh-huh. paid 60 and bought it from me. It's the craziest thing. And it's I don't know. and it's
0: weird. People think that if it's a lower price, then there's something wrong with it. If they see yeah. if there's a higher, you know, it's like yeah, it might exactly. get like the defective version or the old, you know, so they think in their heads there's something wrong with it, so they buy it for the higher price, which is crazy. But mm-hmm. they I was that. doing
2: that. I, I don't know if you heard me talk about it, but I was doing that with skateboards from you know, Zoomies, right? The shop zoomies at the moment, yeah. So I was buying skateboards from Zoomies for 50 bucks. So not only are they $50 at Zoomies, they're $50 on Zoomies.com. And I was selling those on eBay for $100. So I was doing like these skateboard flips for a while. Whatever, like when the Ghostbusters had their anniversary boards came out. Like you could literally, because I did it. I ordered one on Zoomies. They sent it to my house. I posted it on eBay and then I shipped it off. You know, making $40, 50 dollars a board, and Dang. it was like this is the craziest thing to me. How are people not researching these things? They're just buying them. I mean, I don't know.
0: That is weird. That's crazy. So let's get to the next one. Uh, overrated, underrated number six, Dustin. Yep, Let six. me see if you can pronounce that. Can you pronounce it? I don't
2: think
1: I can, but I'm gonna okay. get go a a sous
2: vide cooker.
1: Sous vide cooker. <laughs>
2: Yep. Sous vide. So what sous vide is, is a low and slow is what we call it in the culinary world. Low and slow. Um, Overrated to me. I don't mess with them. Uh, I know chefs live and die by the sous vide method. It's pretty much where you just vacuum seal something and, Mm. and, and you cook it at a low, low simmer for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. It's supposed to produce like the finest quality for meats and whatever else you're trying to sous vide but but it's like in water right you like yeah you it's put in it water. In water. you vacuum seal like you vacuum seal yeah. a turkey breath let's say and then you put it in water and the sous vide machine hooks onto your pot and it just keeps it at that steady you know 140 degrees or whatever so it's slowly cooking it you know for six or seven eight hours and then from there you know, you grill it off or whatever you want to do with it to caramelize it, but it's good. It's good, man. It's a good method. It, it, it the product is outstanding, but I I don't have that. I don't have that kind of time, man. You know. <laughs> nice. I agree. When I cook I dinner, I, I cook cook dinner from home. I, I'm more like thirty minutes or less kind of person when I cook dinner at home. So
0: nice. I mean, I'm I guess I can leave it on
2: my stove for eight hours. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it sounds a little dangerous too. You never know what could happen if you just leave it there for eight hours. So,
2: yeah.
0: all right, Next. German Shepherd. So, oh, there you go. Next one up, mess hall overrated, underrated, selling on Amazon.
2: Uh, don't really. I mean, if, if you talk to Glass City and Buffalo Picker, severely underrated. Um, we've had these arguments all the time, man. I'm an Amazon part-timer hey. so I don't really like it. I don't like the whole like let's get a pallet of of sous vide machines and it's just not it's I'm a treasure hunter man. Like that's mm. I'm gonna go dig through a pile of clothes and find the Guns N' Roses t-shirt from 1987. You know that's that I'm that kind of reseller. The pallets of the same item, you know, purchasing 15 of one thing it's cool. And I can see there's money in it. It just doesn't appeal to me. You know what I I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to say it's underrated overrated. It's definitely a great platform to make a lot of money and, and there's a lot of competition too, but not for me, man. Not for me personally.
0: There you go. There you go, guys. So next one up, Dustin. Overrated, underrated, and let's make sure we get it right on this one.
1: <laughs> Chucky movies.
2: So, uh, so obviously severely underrated. Chucky's my dude. He's my favorite. Um,
0: Does he have? Is he pulling out a Chucky right now? I got. I got my Chucky
2: go. with the Supreme. The Supreme Dana on. So I have. I have this one, of course. This was my going away present when I left the army from my soldiers, so that oh, what wow. you know how much I talked about them all the time. I have the Supreme one that came out. Um, there's like a I Supreme said, a Chucky that came out? There's a Supreme. What? Supreme released a Chucky last Halloween. They came out with a talking Chucky. <laughs> that Supreme. He has the Supreme overalls on and everything.
1: That is freaking great. That's awesome. Um, Ray's looking it up right now.
2: Yep, I am. I want to see what. it looks like. Oh, hold on. Give me a sec. I'll grab it. I got it over okay.
0: here. Oh, I see it. That's crazy. It's going for $300, $300 Dustin.
2: $300? Yeah, $300, but this will be very good, man. Um, mm. That is awesome. That's crazy. Supreme Chucky. I can talk, dude. This is like my prize position. That is so awesome. Yeah, I do don't care if I don't care good if it's about the 5, TV thousand. show coming out. Yeah, I saw it. The first episode already aired. It's, it's oh, is it already good. on? What channel oh, does it come on? USA Sci-Fi, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Is it any good? It's good, man. It's it's good. It's I'm got the original uh, Brad Dorif, Doria for whatever the original voice of Chucky from the original movie. Watching it
0: tonight. Oh, nice. What um, uh, do you have? A, do you actually have a good guy's doll? When do you I get have, one of those?
2: I don't have I a used good to. guys, but I got a My Buddy. You remember My Buddy? I used, uh, to, have one. I used he, to have that one.
0: Because Chucky was inspired by My Buddy, right?
2: Well, he was inspired by a different doll. It had like voodoo <laughs> things on it. But I always thought it was inspired by the My Buddy because it kind of, come mm. on, kind of really. overall yeah, and that's everything. my mom got rid of mine. That's Chucky. I'm right upset there. because yeah. I wanted both of them. Yeah, I, I had, got the OG my buddy doll, man. What does
0: the my buddy go for right now on eBay? Do you know?
2: I don't know. I just have one. I don't. I'm not. I don't plan on selling it. You know what I mean?
1: Don't tell me, right because I'm upset. <laughs> I had the blonde hair one and the brown haired. You had both. I had both.
0: Well, that it's not too bad, Dustin. Not too bad.
2: Not yet. Not about well, like forty bucks or something.
0: It's like it's gone up a little bit. One just sold uh today for 70.
1: Okay, 70. Okay, that's not too bad.
0: That's a little bit on the high side. They have one with blonde hair. And uh the, hey, there's even an African American my buddy doll. Interesting. That one actually uh in box is $3.99 that just sold. In the box? In the box. $399? Three hundred and ninety nine dollars.
2: Yeah, mine wasn't good. in the
1: box. Mine probably has some crayon markings on it, and stuff like that.
2: Oh, yeah, mine's kind of beat up, but it's it's not for sale either. That's hey, that's nice. We
0: we're gonna have showing to get off your... my,
2: showing off all my toys, man. All my yeah, toys. I like
0: it. I like it. So uh, next one up, overrated, underrated, antique booths.
2: Oh, you must know me too well. Severely underrated. Severely okay, underrated tell us uh so antique booths are probably my favorite place to to source um and i'll tell you why the, the main this is the main reason so a lot of them are gonna be misses but you will come across people and i'm trying to get in the antique booth game that's my next thing i'm on the What's list. your next thing i'm on the list to get a booth I think I'm number three on the list. I need two more people to give up on life before I get a booth. (laughs) So the best thing about it is when you go to an antique store, um, you know, they have a booth and it's something that you can tell a lot of them is just like one-off items. Some of them specialize in a certain thing. Like, you know, let's say candles is their thing. But what they do is they have these things called like booth fillers, so it's they have all this empty space and they just kind of go yard selling or they go to Goodwill or, or they just try to find items that just make their booth look more full. Well, the thing is, the things that they're grabbing to make their booth look more full, they're not really too keen on or not experts on that kind of stuff. So it's just oh. that's where you can catch like the craziest deals. Like that's how I found all my uh, old school wrestlers. Like, I had a Ric Flair one still in the package. I mean, they were, they were all $8. You just had, like, this weird oh. little corner of just, like, old wrestlers. And I bought all of them. They're all $8. And the cheapest one's going for, like, 45 right now. And it's the last one I got left, and that's the Shawn Michaels with the referee outfit on. It's from, mm-hmm. like, 2004 or something. But she like you could tell like I can't really remember it was like pots and pans and kitchenware and then just wrestlers <laughs> I'm like All
0: right. yeah that's odd
2: and so that's that's kind of what I look for and that's how I found those those shoes those Converse slides so she had like a bunch of like you said old old timey women's blouses and like jean skirts and then she had these Converse shoes she didn't know the value of them so she just put four dollar price tag on them. You know that's the beauty of like antique shopping is you can find things that people forgot to look up or they don't know the value of and they're just using it to kind of fill up space and that's where mm-hmm. you that's where you catch them slipping as I say.
0: Okay. That's great information right there. Yes. We're gonna have to hit up some antique booths pretty soon.
1: There's one right down. or kinda it's like right down if I give me five.
0: Oh that that's right. There. Yeah but yeah yeah a
1: different spots it's different ones in there We need. we should check it out
0: we need to check it out for sure all right so the last one uh mess hall overrated underrated dustin this would be a
2: good one
1: lebron james
2: man that's hard that's the toughest question yet man i don't think he's i don't think he's underrated i mean most most think he's the greatest of all time i personally don't I think Jordan, of course, is the greatest of all time. Uh, and I think Kobe's probably the second. I- I'll take Kobe over LeBron, but I don't think he's overrated. I mean, the dude's amazing. I mean, LeBron's amazing. You know, I, I can't say he's overrated, but uh, I-, I think he's rated just fine. How about that? Okay. Okay. That <laughs> is a tough writer. question. It
1: is. We don't can worry. spend the whole gotta, hour talking about LeBron that. James. Okay. I mean, I'm going to rank him in that three as well. But it's so hard because LeBron's like what power forward, small forward, and a point guard. It's hard. It's hard to rank them when Jordan only played one position, Kobe only played one position.
2: Yeah, most versatile,
1: greatest all time. Yeah, LeBron. But if you're gonna rank by player, Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron.
2: See, I like I like killers, man. Basketball players, <laughs> LeBron or LeBron's not. He don't have that Jordan like killer. Kobe was a killer. Exactly. Michael was a killer. Like he he would just take your soul from you. LeBron, not, you know, just a really great player.
1: And there really hasn't be. been a killer player since Kobe. Yeah. I mean,
0: Russell's got that little bit of, of uh, an yeah. instinct in him, I think.
1: He does, but not none that's won six championships or five championships. It's true. Like I think Won't even be.
2: Steph Steph Curry's got a little bit more killer in him than LeBron like when Steph yeah, he, has the ball yeah. he he can kill you with one shot when LeBron has the ball it's like oh what's he going to do pass it try to dunk it is he, don't pass don't, it. We don't shoot a three you know you don't really know what LeBron's yeah. going to do when, when Steph has up the up ball there. you're you're about to get your 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 lights blown out you mm. know what i mean so it's that's i like watching that. when Michael had the ball it's like oh it, here we go everyone had to watch what was going to happen
1: Tongues he really out ready to do go.
2: something special Kobe same way Mm-hmm. LeBron, you just don't know what's going to happen. It usually doesn't end up too good, but
1: he's going to pass.
0: He's going to pass the ball for sure.
1: I think Giannis is getting up there. Yeah. He's getting close. Oh, he's starting yeah. to hit threes now, too. Hmm. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next uh, question. Uh, that concludes our overrated, underrated segment of the show. Mm-hmm. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here, Matt's Hall. So we're going to, we, uh, so. We got a couple more questions for you. I know that you've already uh, told us what your biggest flip was. What about your biggest bust?
2: My biggest bust.
0: Maybe something you looked for that you thought was going to be a lot of money. You paid a lot of money for it, and then you found out, you know, there was a hole in the sole of the shoe, or it fell apart, or the shipping was too much, or.
2: Oh, I know. So my biggest, my biggest bust. So far, I haven't even sold it yet, so it's definitely a bust. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I said, I'm a sneakerhead, and the, the the crazy thing about being a sneakerhead and trying to guess is trying to guess what shoes are worth going after to, with the highest resale value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this happened to me twice. They're probably in the same category, but this one's worse because I did sell the other pair and only lost probably twenty bucks on the other pair, but Um, because sometimes Nike does restocks, sneakers does restocks. A lot of these places do restocks on things that sold out. So I jump on the restocks. I try to get sizes that I think will sell, and I'm pretty decent at it. But when Adidas and Stan Smith did the collab on the Muppets, right, so they released the Kermit the Frog Stan Smith shoe. I jumped all over it. 130-some dollars. I got me a pair. I was pumped. Order went through. Confirmed. Good to go. And then I got nervous because the whole rest of the day went by and none of the sizes had sold out yet. (laughs) Oh, And that's the first bad sign is when these shoes don't sell out You know, you just messed up Mm -hmm. right. So then I think you can still buy them right now. You don't even have to you don't even (laughs) have to worry about it. They're still available on Adidas's website. (laughs) So here I am. I got mine all the way down to like $85 free shipping right now on eBay. And I ended up paying like you know $147 for them with shipping and tax and all that. Mm, Dang. So I'm like $147 into these things and I have them for sale for $85 free shipping on eBay. Look at the prices up there. Look at the prices like on goat. They're $110. Yeah. You know.
0: Is it this one? The one with all the Kermits or no, just mine the... is the
2: one that has the K on the side of it. Okay. Look at that so... one. $79 on goat brand new, you know?
0: This so, is from Adi- this is adidas.com right here.
2: Yeah, you can still buy them for what hundred bucks.
0: Oh, this is the Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog.
2: So, yeah, here I am. I'm, I still have these things. Um, and, and the thing about it is, like, I got a size 12, which is what I wear, but I pulled these things out of the box and I'm like, I'm, I'm not wearing these. Dude. <laughs>
0: what made you want to buy them in the first place what did you think that they were going to be
2: because you know how collabs you know anytime there's a collab like this you know uh like when adidas did the collab the star wars collab and they came up with those ugly chewbacca shoes right
0: but did you see the packaging of those shoes though
2: yeah and it came with the cool pins and all that oh man they were dope so you think like those did really well and then the Mandalorians did really well and then the Bubba Fett's did really well Um, so then they released the Muppets with Kermit and all that and I'm like I gotta jump on a pair of these and lo and behold (laughs) they're still sitting on every single platform that exists they are still sitting so that was a dud man for sure so I'm the already Chewbacca like sick. Yeah, the Chewbacca's were cool, man. They were yeah. really cool. And it's just the thing about it, man. Um like I might be in it again because Nike did a restock on a bunch of their Jordan one lows. And I, Ooh, bought, I like
0: I like those.
2: Yeah, I do too. I'm a Jordan one low fan, but the sneakerheads, they're kind of like it's a Jordan one low, but whatever. They did a restock, and I bought just about every colorway. There they are right there. The Star Wars yeah. Chewbacca. Stick. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And even the Bubba Fett ones, the green ones, you just... Yeah. They have a little mm-hmm. side pouch. They have a side pouch on them. Those are yeah. cool. Those did well, too. I like the Top
0: 10? Do just top 10? I think that's what it's called.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so I bought all the different colorways of the Jordan 1, and I haven't sold a pair of those yet either, so I'm starting to get a little nervous.
0: Oh. Are they the... Um... All leather. They have a little bit of like that weird. Well, I'll
2: show you. Uh, I think I got a pair here somewhere.
0: It's like that weird nubuck or whatever it's called.
2: Well, I got the black patent leather ones too.
0: So Mess Hall is going to his. Uh, looks like some sort of school locker.
2: My Jordan. My Jordan stash. So. I got these Jordan One Racer Blues. Uh huh. Like these are sweet, man. You know what I mean?
0: Hey, that'll go good with this Titans jersey I'm wearing right now. Yeah,
2: like they're they are sweet, and they sold out immediately. Like I got a pair; they all sold out, like they're supposed to. I said sweet, but uh, I still have them in my hands, so haven't sold yet, obviously. Dang. And then I got like the all black patent leather ones that would go good with like you know, a tuxedo or prom or whatever, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't, Christmas is still coming, you know, when we'll never, you never know.
0: For sure. For sure. For sure. But those so, Kermit
2: the Frogs, bro.
0: Biggest bust, man. Dad. I feel uh, how was, uh, how many pairs of those did you buy?
2: Just one, just one. Just one? Okay. Well, that's yeah. not too bad. No, it's not too bad. You know, Hey, you can always wear them. Hey, and it's easy he being green. I'm not wearing them ever. You'll never <laughs> see me wearing those. They're just not my. They're not. They don't. They don't look comfortable. They're. Could do a raffle on them. I'm yeah, not a Stan. I'm not a Stan Smith fan. And yeah, and I'm scared because I was gonna. I was gonna auction them off. Put them on auction on eBay. Oof. But then I see all these people just. I look at auctions. and I'm like, oh, that must have hurt, man. That must. Oh hurt. yeah. Because I'm not the kind of person that's gonna just cancel it because I didn't get what I want. I'm not that kind of. I'm. I don't want to be that kind of seller.
0: Yeah, that's not a good. I can just uh, see me
2: auctioning them off, and they, they sell for ninety nine cents plus shipping. <laughs> Some of these auctions I see are crazy, man.
0: Are they going for like a hundred on eBay right now? Yeah, mine or are eighty five. What's that?
2: Mine are eighty five dollars free shipping.
0: Maybe it's the um, the size or something, you know.
2: Yeah, but size twelve is a good size because they don't really make too many. Look at that one. Go back. Look at this. Go. That one's fifty nine dollars. Free shipping right there. Oh, size ten. I mean, ouch. You know,
0: one fifty. Have you had them on there for a while?
2: Yeah, it's been
0: five months. Really? I would. I would end the listing and relist them.
2: Yeah, I, I was thinking about doing that, but but still like I gotta compete with that one guy just had them for 70. Look at sixty-four dollars for sixty-four dollars.
0: <laughs> These are the one, this is the solds. Let me see what um you said eleven, right? Or twelve?
2: Size twelve. Stan Smith Kermit size twelve.
0: Twelve, let's see here. Yeah. Not many of them sold in a size 12.
2: I know it, dude. It's so, I don't want those big far, frog feet going frog out. foots, or, man. Come get your frog yeah. foot and mess hall. Shop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So
0: last question we have for you, uh, mess hall, and I appreciate you coming on, man. It's been fun for sure. So for a person like yourself that has been reselling for several years now, uh, what is Uh, Some tips, some advice that you can give someone that's going into reselling or maybe a little hesitant and they want to know, hey, is this really for me? You know, a tip for a new reseller and a tip for a veteran reseller.
2: Okay, so for someone that's just starting out, I always say start with things around your house that you would normally donate, throw away or have a yard sale and sell off. That's what you should start with. I made a lot of money selling my old stuff like shirts I didn't wear anymore, shoes I didn't wear anymore that kind of thing. so that gives you a great starting foundation and then never for me my number one rule has been and, and so far I've been I've stuck to it after a couple of years now I've never dipped into my personal checking account ever to buy something. Every penny I spend comes from reselling. So if I flip something for 60, you know, $60 profit when, when eBay sends me that $60, that's the money I now have to take with me to the thrift store, antique store, Walmart, whatever. Smart. Um, Once that $60 is gone, I have to wait till I sell something and get more money. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't borrow. Let me just borrow a hundred dollars from my personal account and I'll put money back into it. When No, I don't do any of that. I have a separate business account with my own business debit card. And once that money is gone and I've done it before, I've cleaned my business account out on, you know, a $500 deal that I couldn't pass up or whatever. And I just had to wait, just had to wait till eBay sent my next payout to my bank before I went out thrifting again or sourcing again. But the cool thing about it is because my my full-time job and then my pension from my retirement from the Army, um, I can afford to reinvest every single penny. You know what I mean? A lot Uh of people might not have that luxury like I do. And it is I'm blessed to do this. I I get to do this, which is awesome. Um, Every single dollar that I make you know, I might splurge and buy myself something every now and again, you know, i.e. this Titan's hat I'm wearing, you know, hey, I had to get me one I of these, it. you know, so I, I do pay myself sometimes from my reselling uh, business, a little bit of a salary or a bonus, or I'll buy myself a pair of shoes or, um, you know, what have you, but I try to reinvest everything into it. And that's how you start building, you know, like I bought. When I first started, I said, I'm gonna buy myself a nice laptops, you know, or, or desktop. I'm gonna buy myself a roller printer. I'm gonna buy myself a nice scale. I'm gonna get some ring lights for my YouTube channel. You know, you gotta start buying things with your reselling profits so that if you ever do decide to go full time, then you have all those little dumb things that you don't think about, mm-hmm. you know, when you go into it. So that's more for like a more experienced reseller. Um, when we had um, Dixon's Pickens on the show, I mean, you know, he'd been reselling for nine months and he's full time already. You know, that's I know,
0: which is crazy.
2: That's crazy it's talk insane. to me, man. But yeah, he's killing it though. I
0: know I sent him a message we want to have him on, and he's he seems to be doing pretty well. So
2: yeah, his greatest his greatest asset is he he lists immediately always. You know, that's that's a great habit to get into um I'm, I'm way off from that because you know i'm i'm the guy that goes to the to the thrift store and i got two carts full of shit you know? so it's a little harder to list all that stuff as soon as i get back home with all the other things got I got there, right, right. you know but so that's my advice and then no, don't compare yourself is another one uh You know, because on Instagram, especially, I see a lot of people posting their numbers and their sales and. um, I feel like I don't mean to discouraging for some people that are just starting out like, man, I only made two sales this week. You know, this guy is showing a picture of his, you know, Monday shipping stack. You've seen the Monday shipping stacks. Right. And there's like 45 packages getting ready to be shipped out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a new reseller and you're only selling two things a week, that's going to discourage you. You know, you're going to mm-hmm. be like what am I doing wrong? You know, you're not doing anything wrong. You just haven't achieved that level yet. Keep keep going. Don't let it bother you cuz a lot of people like to keep up with the Joneses, man. They see what other people are doing and they they want that and they want it fast and it takes patience and it takes hard work, man, and and you don't know what they're doing. Their business might be something different than what you got going on. So you can't ever compare ever man so don't let it discourage you you know there's people throwing numbers up there made made two hundred thousand dollars in 90 days like oh, awesome that, that's awesome man great job you know and that's just them that's that you don't know what they're doing you don't know what their business is you know they might have two warehouses or something you just don't know what what people exactly got going on man so don't get don't get caught up on what you see um and, and always always start with something that you love like me i love sneakers you know you guys love funko's and we love hats and we love sports and we love stick with the things you love because it's mm-hmm. more fun like we just talked about it's so much more fun when you see something that you like personally and it's worth money you know that's that'll keep you going that keeps you going when sales are slow at least you're having a good time finding the stuff you know heck yeah exactly mhm
0: Heck yeah. Well, that is fantastic advice. If you get anything out of this interview, guys, is that right there? Mm -hmm. uh, The advice that Mess Hall just blessed us with for sure. But guys, that concludes another fantastic episode of This Week in Reselling. Thank you so much, Mess Hall, for coming on. Again, guys, follow him on all of his socials. It's linked down in the description below. YouTube, Instagram, I think it's all
2: at Mess Hall Diggs, right? mess hall digs everywhere you could even google me man i googled google myself. him baby I, I yeah. myself and like some of my videos popped up i was kind of oh nice yeah i don't have we i don't think i've ever googled
1: Mm-mm. i haven't either
0: that's interesting okay
1: we do it let's do it we should do
0: it so uh, guys thank you so much for coming i'm coming on uh mess all we do appreciate it thank you uh, everyone in the chat and like always make sure you subscribe to the podcast This week in reselling, subscribe to the YouTube channel, The National Flippers, and follow us Mm -hmm. on all of our social media platforms. Dustin just started an OnlyFans for uh, (laughs) $59.99. You can have uh, pictures of his left uh, index toe. So (laughs) be on on the lookout for that. So uh, my name is Ray.
1: My name's Dustin.
2: I'm Mess Hall.
0: There you go. There we go. There we we go. Catch you guys hey. nice on the flip side. See y'all. God bless. Peace.